so the last time we talked, that was a while back, wasn't yes. it? I believe for a, a, was it a live stream? It was a It live was stream? indeed a live yeah, stream. Yeah, yeah. A live, everyone got to see us talking without any editing. I don't know how much editing you put into your <laughs> podcast, but it was a lot more uh, just freewheeling, which was. Yeah, I, no, I, yeah. We, there's a lot of freewheeling on this as well. Sweet. Uh, so, uh, how, how you been? Good, you know, honestly, not too bad. I, uh, mm. I, you know, just quit my job, which is always a fun thing to do during a pandemic. Mm. But otherwise, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd say that my life is pretty much the same as it's been the last time I talked to you. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I guess since you brought it up, I'm just curious, like, um, if, if we want to go into it, just what sort of prompted it? Or was it just, you know, I saw your tweet about, you know, wanting to maybe pursue other things. And, you know, I think that actually makes a lot of sense, but... Yeah, I think that um, just, that really is as far as it kind of goes for me is that it, it kind of just hits a certain point where like, I don't know, at a, at a, there, there's only so much about video game lore that I can talk about and still sure. A, be interested myself and B, mm. make it interesting for other people. Uh, and so yeah. I think it, it kind of got to the point where I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'd like to do something that doesn't require someone to know what Pokemon is in order to enjoy, sure. right? Like, yeah. there's, it, it's all very similar, I guess, where, like, you know, uh, all creative stuff refer, refers to other things that have been made, regardless of whether or not you... you regardless of whether you want it to or not. But, like, yeah. I think there's a certain point that also just tying your entire livelihood to something that someone else has created does cause mm. some problems every now and again. Like, mm. d- depending on... Uh, I don't know if you know this, but some video game companies are not very good. <laughs> they, they they can sure. be, you know, they they can do some some bad business practices and uh I think there's always like that kind of feeling of like if I wanted to uh and I like if I didn't want to talk about a certain company's game, I'd like to have the option for me to just be like, "Oh yeah, I can do a thing that is completely unrelated to games in any way mm. shape or form and that'll mm. make it a little bit, you know, easier for me to to kind of move around but it's also mostly i think again what i said is just like i want to make stuff that's not referential and a lot of Mm. that's kind of hard you can't really do that when you work for a company that talks about video games you kind of have to talk about video games you know sure i'm sensing there was maybe um because with with unraveled especially you know there's uh, i can tell there's a lot of effort and research you know put into those and not 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 even just beyond the performing and the editing, but also just prep, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in order to continue to put shit out that is that level of a quality, you have to be into it. And yes. so I, I'm I'm sensing there was maybe some maybe either burnout or some sort of like ah, yeah, I'm I, not feeling as much anymore, or or I, I want to go out like with a bang, like enjoying it as opposed to. Fuck! I gotta do another one of these yeah. things. This is what this is what everybody expects of me. Yeah, I think I think the the fear for me was that I was either gonna get to that such burnt out stage that I was just like pumping it out regardless of whether or not I cared, uh, or the opposite is that I knew that it would work regardless of what I did, and so I stopped caring about what I how mm. how high quality it was, right? And I think that's gotcha. the thing that scared me more is that like. I want to make stuff that I personally really love and enjoy. And like, mm. there's only so much that I can do in that space. After a while, I kind of like, you know, it, it's, it's the same thing of like, it, it, should I go out on like season 12 or should I have three really solid seasons? Uh, and sure. I'd much rather have like stuff that I can look back on and be proud of than like just peter out slowly over time until people stop paying attention to it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, I guess for me, the rule of thumb has always been for my if I because you know I've never I never aimed to be like an internet person, right? Mm-hmm. This just sort of fell into my lap and happened, and I'm rolling with it. But uh, it's the rule has always been I either have to enjoy it or be proud of it. it doesn't always have to be both, but yes. you know, as long as I enjoy making the content, yeah, the content, <laughs> the, the the videos, <laughs> enjoy making the videos anyway. Uh, then I, I'm happy and I you know I totally agree with you because you know I think for me one of those just frankly speaking you know I, I got well known for doing like little skits or whatever right yeah. 
Um, and I haven't done one of those in a while. And, you know, I still get the comments like, why aren't you doing those? And it's like, you know, yeah. I just... I'm not feeling it. You know, I, yeah. I don't... I, I look back on stuff I made, you know, a couple of years ago. And, you know, I really sense the, like, excitement and passion. And uh, until I get that back... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm getting that in what I've always been wanting to do anyway, which was voice acting, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, that was always the goal from high school was that not YouTube, not anything else. So it's funny for me. It's like people are going, well, why don't you do those? It's like, well, I don't know. This is like this weird hobby that sort of made started making money for me. I don't know. And yeah. if, I, I don't have the same necessarily like drive that creative drive that maybe other YouTube mm-hmm. people might have with that said I look at stuff on your personal channel and it's really fucking good like Thanks. the, the quality that's put into it so I know like you know I look at your your tweet about leaving Polygon I'm like yeah well he's just gonna do really good shit on his own as he was doing basically before uh, and I'm not saying that just to flatter you I do genuinely like really enjoy your 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 work I appreciate that. I think, like, you know, at this point in time, uh, after just quitting a job, I will take as much flattery as possible. <laughs> I definitely, I'm in that rocky state where I will, I will just soak it all up. I think the the thing for me is that having t- to make any sort of content like once you feel obligated to it doesn't matter how much joy you had and like i i did have so much joy making unraveled but like sure. it, it there it doesn't matter there will come a point where you kind of like stop enjoying the obligation of it and that kind yeah. of weighs weighs down the rest of it and so you have to keep i think hopefully you know not being employed will give me a chance to kind of like jump around to different things as mm. soon as I start getting passionate about it. Uh, and that's the hope that that will transfer into making videos that people actually want to watch or, you know, not videos writing for games or whatever else, you know, I think, I think that's the the bigger thing is that I just want to do whatever is, makes me excited at that point in time, because I know that if I'm excited about it, it will come out good. Uh, and sure. Yeah, I think like the the beauty, I think there was a certain point also with um, especially the Halo Unraveled was that mm. since I had spent a year reading books for it and then I put it out and then I was like, shit, do I have to spend a year making the rest of these videos? Like once once mm. I've put that bar there, it suddenly becomes like, a, oh, do I have to I have to keep getting wilder than this in order to keep yeah. making it work uh and, mm. and at that point i was like maybe i should scale it back and like figure out what it is that i enjoy uh, in actually making videos and then hope to sure. hope to just follow that from here on out yeah uh i guess the question for you then is um this is jet very general but like creative aspirations like what what what, what is like you know either from when you were younger or even now like if it, if it hasn't changed or i'm just yeah. curious like like if you're in your ideal, like I know you, you know, enjoy writing and, mm-hmm. but clearly you, you don't know, have a knack for being on camera. Uh, I'm just curious. What is like, what is your, if there is one, but if there can be a couple, like sort of driving yeah. creative sort of aspiration. Well, I think the, like the, the fact that I've been on camera for so long is mostly because I can't pay other actors. <laughs> it's mostly mm. as a result of like that I'm always available when I need me. And so I can just go ahead sure. and like be and hop on in front of a camera. If, uh, and so like, I think like for me, it would be great to uh, like perfect, perfect world aspirations. I'd love to make some sort of show like a television Mm. show uh whether or not that's like an animation or whatever like i i'd love to be involved in that in some way just because i think like that sort of serial storytelling is so much easier for me to wrap my head around like being able to build a thing that's like 30 minutes of like a solid story and then being able to weave that into something bigger over time like movies i'd love to you know if i could make a movie sure i'm not gonna say no to that but like for me i think it's always been like i want to write something that people can like tune into and like really follow over the course of a season or whatever um, but I th- yeah, I think like that kind of stuff. I mean, my aspirations as a child, I, my first dream job was to become a barber. Uh, and so I have really screwed that up. I think I've kind of missed that mark by a long shot now. Um, it's never too late. Never too late. I mean, you can always do it on the side. I already had to do. 
<laughs> you know, especially in quarantine. Quarantine haircuts is the time yeah. for me to really hone my craft at this point. Um, sure. But it's, uh, yeah, I think I think that's like a big thing for me is being able to work with other people has been, I'd say that that's like the thing that Polygon really gave me an appreciation and a love for is like, I worked with such a solid team of people who Mm. I could bounce ideas off of. And sometimes they'd be like, that idea sucks and it wouldn't hurt Mm. for the first time in my life. I was in a creative partner, like, uh, like a team sort of situation where someone could be like, Brian, that won't work. And I didn't take it Mm. personally. And like, that was like, Oh, now I want to do that for the rest of my life. I want to work with other people and bounce ideas off of them and like try to make something bigger than something I personally can create. Um, sure. But yeah, I think, I mean, that's a, that's a big long winded answer for that. I, I, are you, you obviously have managed to fall into, not fall into, that sounds like you didn't work hard on it, but to become a voice actor and are now in like so many things, are you, is that where you want to keep doing? Just like keep on being parts of shows and like games and things, or you want to potentially help create one of those? Like what's your aspiration? Mm. Uh, this was always it, right? So, uh, honestly, if I... Uh, people ask me this kind of question, right? Like, what are your aspirations from now? And it's, you know, seeing seeing a lot of the old guard where they're, they've been going, like, 40 years or whatever, mm-hmm. that, if I can accomplish that, I, I'll die happy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's much harder than, <laughs> than, than you know, people think yeah. to, you know, stay relevant in the industry and to keep doing it for that long. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I find my most joy in acting. Uh, yeah. It's what I enjoy the most. And, you know, I've done it. You know, I did like a little bit of live action, but not. But, you know, there have been chances here and there that like passed me by. And uh, so for me, live action is not a priority. But it's it's kind of like how you're like, oh, if someone asked me to direct a movie or something. Yeah, of course I'd do it. You know, <laughs> I kind of approach it the same way as like. Uh, yeah, if somebody wanted me to, or if I was a good fit for a live action thing, mm-hmm. sure. I don't know why. If you if you want me for that, um, but I'm always going to be most comfortable be behind a microphone because yeah. it's the most freedom. Um, uh, and I don't know. I it, I find you know for for a lot. I think with a lot of actors who aren't used to it, it, it feels very limiting. But for me, it's the exact opposite. It like you know put me in that studio, put me in front of a mic, and it's like I can just I just my mind opens up. It's all the imagination opens up. I just get in it, and I don't. I. It's like a. I don't know. It sounds cheesy, but it. It, it really feels like I'm there in it, and don't yeah. have to be constrained to my physical form. You know, That's I nice. can be whatever, whatever is presented to me. Um, but I mean, there are things like, you know, uh, that. M- Anyway, um, that may or may not. <laughs> anyway, so other than that, you've, I, I'm wondering now that that response is that that you've just got a, a specific thing you've been working on for a while, or if you've signed an NDA and can't talk about something. Because I, I, it's hard to tell with you mm. if you've got like stuff that you can't talk about because you are legally obligated not to, or if you can't speak about a thing because you have uh, decided it's it's a, a cherished treasure that you keep to your own soul. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh uh the former, but uh okay. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I, I don't. Um. So who who knows? I I it's I find that uh getting pushed into the deep end on things for me I find it terrifying, but I also find I work well in that sort of uh state where yeah. I mean voice acting even you know getting stepping into a studio for the first time was terrifying, but. Mm-hmm. I I had prepared so much. I practiced all my strokes and everything. It's like for so long that I knew I could do it. But then other things like uh, I did like a live action show uh, with Rocket Jump, uh, mm-hmm. and you know I I was the lead guy in that, and that was just like boom. All right, you gotta learn on the go, like literally first day of shooting, and it was terrifying. But I was also fortunate that it was a good team, like a really yeah. supportive team. Um, so it was like the best environment for that. And so mm-hmm. I find if I, if my life sort of leads me down weird paths that I wasn't expecting, or maybe I'm like, I'm not good enough for that, or I'm not qualified for that. But people go, well, we, we are interested in you anyway. It's like, I'll try my best. All I can yeah. hope to do is not fuck it up, basically. <laughs> I mean, that's all we're all trying to do at this point in time, I sure. imagine. Just um, try to not fuck yeah. things up. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, uh, I, I think that's a really good point of like having the, you know, it is scary. I feel like a lot of things, it, it, you, a lot of people who are listening to this, I would say, it could, because I personally feel this way a lot, is like being like inadequate in terms of doing something. And that's how I felt when I first joined Polygon, and it's how I feel mm. now that I'm doing the like independent stuff and like using doing a Patreon and whatever. But it's like sure. uh, the thing I've learned is that you've usually are pretty pretty qualified and if you're not the most qualified there's usually someone who's been working there for longer who is absolutely not at all qualified and at least you're better than they are <laughs> so. oh shit i thought you were going to go a different route where it's like at least one person there will work out for you but you're also <laughs> right in that there are plenty of people in higher up positions that are absolutely unqualified for their jobs. no idea what they're doing yeah, yeah no definitely sure. i could i could have gone into the old like lady gaga if there's one person in the room who believes in you that's all you need but no let's be honest there's usually one person there cynical. who should be fired and isn't going to get fired and you're better than they are so keep it up no that's absolutely true uh now you, you're independent uh working independent now before polygon were you were you not working independently were you doing or you, like what was the deal before employment wise so when I when I got out of college, I had a cognitive science degree and a writing seminars degree, which is a fancy mm. term for I did creative writing. Uh, sure. And uh, <laughs> I I left. So at that point in time, uh, I was dating someone who lived in the UK, and I went and I visited her at that point in time, um, and. Uh, I tried to find jobs over there, specifically research jobs. And I like, because I was like, if I do science stuff, then that's going to be the way that I'm going to be able to get a visa and stay in the UK. Um, mm. And every place I applied, I got some wonderful rejection notes that were like, you seem like a very qualified candidate. We are not sponsoring visas. And so like within the first two weeks of me spending a summer over there, I was like, well, I'm not going to get a job. Uh, my partner is going to be working all the time. I need mm. to find a way to spend my time. And I remembered uh, from middle school, I loved making YouTube videos, which are all luckily dead now and have been <laughs> deleted and no one can find anymore. Um, sure. But I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll like try to get back into video editing. And so I gave myself the, the, the thing of like, learn a new thing about Premiere every week by mm. making a 10 second video and putting it up on YouTube. And so I did that for the first, you know, two months of me mm. leaving college uh and i found like a little bit of success i got you know up to like fourteen thousand subscribers or whatever but like that's not enough to survive um sure. and so uh i i had i moved back to baltimore uh, got the most terrible job i have ever had in my whole life where i was a copy editor for a financial publication which oh, is boy. a which is uh, that is a very I am overstating it when I call it a financial publication. It was basically just like a predatory newsletter. Have you ever been on like websites like Yahoo websites that should have been dead a long time ago? And like the ad banners are like, did the president just give every American $5,000? And like, obviously trying to get, you know, grandma who is not very internet literate to click on it. And then they click on it and it's like, subscribe to this newsletter for five bucks a month and we'll tell you about maybe some stocks oh, and then you God. subscribe and they're like why don't you subscribe to the 40 dollars a month one and we'll give you more stocks and like i was the copy editor for that uh mm. and it was just soul crushing uh and <laughs> so i would i would leave i would leave my job in baltimore and i'd walk 10 minutes to my apartment which was you know close by and my other roommate who was unemployed um at the time would just be playing fire emblem path of radiance and <laughs> i would just sit next to him and we'd watch uh and that was like my entire life for like six months sure uh while still trying to make videos i thought from well, I, at that moment i was like oh if i get a steady job I, I that's not creatively fulfilling i'll leave work and i'll want to make stuff for youtube and i'll i'll use that to give me the time but what actually happened is that it w i would go to work and i would just feel so sad and then mm. i'd go home and i wanted to do nothing mm. and so uh, yeah. it, it got to a point where uh my my sister and my good friend from college were trying to basically my sister who already lived in new york was like hey i have a space open would you and your friend like to move to new york uh and i was like yeah i'll quit my job i have enough in savings i'll try mm. my best uh and 
luckily in the first you know two weeks polygons position opened up and so i applied for it wow um, so that's the that's the long story of how i got into video production but like the, the the whole point of this is to say that like yeah i was kind of indie before polygon but to say that i was like successful is uh, not correct because i again had like one video that went viral and everyone thought that that's all i did and i was like well that's you're gonna be disappointed with the rest of the videos that Which i made video was it uh it's called best comeback ever and it's literally just a like a seven eleven second joke where i have a goofy laugh at the end and like people thought it was real 100 percent who i actually was uh mm. which is good for the internet but it was also like I, I, I that being said i still stand by that that's the most uh the best crafted joke i've ever made but i will never do anything like that ever again now <laughs> sure. that i've seen what it does sure. um but uh it's yeah that like i i thanks to that viral video i uh got 250 bucks which paid for my adobe premiere license for the year and so nice like, that was that was the kind of money i was making before sure. I, I got a job sure. um so i was definitely not succeeding as an independent creator before that gotcha um now obviously you know for applying for something like polygon you know you I assume must have had a bad history with the video games in your youth then. Yes. I mean, I just want to know, like, to what extent? Like, were you, uh, like, really, really into games or, or, or what? Yeah, I was very, I was very into games, but I also grew up in a house where, like, my mom, we had, like, limited TV time. Like, mm. she would be like, no, no watching TV on weekdays like uh or weeknights i guess okay. uh and no playing games and then on the weekends you could play games for like an hour a day oh, but shit. then you'd have to go play outside and everything which gotcha. i mean i am thankful for but it also it i think it backfired a little bit in yeah. that like it was it suddenly instead of making me care less about video games <laughs> it put video games on an altar for yes. me that was like the most cherished perfect thing in the world uh <laughs> and so like i grew up with all nintendo stuff uh but it, it would it would always be like a weird thing because technically so i have two siblings and so uh every time we all each could technically have one hour of gaming time on the weekends mm. and so sometimes i would be like Hey mom, is it okay if I give Pat my hour so he can play Wind Waker for two hours and oh, I can watch him get further in it? Because wow. I was not good at gaming. He's six years older than me, so I would just let him do all the hard stuff. Sure. Um, and uh, so yeah, it was a. It's I like mean, rations. I, it's like <laughs> it was. It was a yeah, basically just like the Great Depression of video games in my household, where we wow. had to make sure everything, every bone was used. We made big video game stew in order to keep us alive. It, it also was great because this was at the same time that like internet video game content started becoming an actual thing, oh, okay. uh, and so. And my mom, I guess, you know, didn't fully understand what the internet was at mm, a time, like mm. where my mom and dad just didn't realize that I could be on the computer and just be reading about Zelda <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> playing sure. Zelda. Sure. Um, so that's how I got a lot of my, it's probably how I started getting way too into fan wikis, honestly. Oh, um, okay. Hung out a lot on the Nintendo forums back when those existed. Wow. I mean, you know my history with Nintendo forums, right? Or maybe you, not. I've, 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 well, I've just, uh, uh, through your podcast learned that you did Mario fanfic. Yes. Um, yes. So. Was that on the Nintendo forums? Not on the Nintendo forums, separate forums. Actually, uh, yeah. Nintendo. I'd be surprised if they sanctioned that. On they the absolutely Nintendo would official. not, especially with the kind of stuff I was writing. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, um, now here's a question then. So then did that apply? Like, let's say you go to a friend's house. Is that like, yes just go hog wild they don't know yeah mm. you'd have to uh, that was like the 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 big thing for me was that if i could get you know the learners to invite me over and i could go hang out with them and that would be the only time i'd ever be able to play a playstation either <laughs> and it would just i was completely at a loss at playing that mm. um but i uh yeah definitely had a lot of good friends that with with parents that were less strict and so i could just go hang out on on like just 
chill over at my friend Philip's house all night long playing worms <laughs> on the computer, and it was uh, a blast. And so when you, let's say, you know, became old enough to not have to have a hour restriction in your life, yes. let me ask you, did you go hog wild on your own? I... So I thought I, so this was literally just basically as I, like, I, you know, in, once I hit like high school, my mom stopped caring as much because both of my older siblings were away. Mm. And so at that point, my mom would just be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. as my brother likes to say, as the baby, I got everything uh, <laughs> for, for no apparent reason. As the oldest um, in my family, fuck you, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so, but, but like that being said, it, it's still there's still almost like in a very like catholic church sort of guilt way where mm. i would still if i played games for longer than three hours i'd be like i'm wasting my life mm. uh and so i'd have to i had to slowly regain that uh and then when i finally went to college like i finally had a, a laptop that could play computer games because i didn't have a, a good enough computer for a while sure. and so like i only started playing skyrim like a year and a half after it came out. Mm. Um, and but but the problem was that I also started college at the same time. Ah. And so I had to study sure. and not be playing games as much. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a big thing for like the summer of my and during college is that like I would just hang out in my basement playing games basically all day long, mm. uh, which is probably not the best thing for me. But maybe that's just, again, the uh the the guilt speaking from 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 former experience sure was there because i have i have i have other friends who've like kind of had a similar experience either they had like a limited amount of video games or whatever and then when they grew up they had this sort of catch-up period of like okay now that i have access to all these games i'm just gonna go play like all these games i missed out on was it that for you or was it more focused on just what was coming out at the time like new stuff or was it both it was a little bit of both. I think like I've now started to kind of catch up on a lot of stuff mm. that like I didn't necessarily get to play growing up. I think that for me, it was always more of a like it, it's it's also kind of weird. I'd say that, you know, during college, what would always happen is that I would try my best during the actual semester to like not play so much. Mm. And then as soon as finals came around and I had like a couple extra days of of not like a, a schedule of classes to go to, mm. I'd be like, well, maybe I'll buy Deus Ex. Maybe I'll play this game now for the first time. And then I would just like dive into it during the per potentially the worst time for me to be playing hours and hours of video games. Sure. Uh, but I, I've like, I think it, it's still weird for me. I, for the first time in my life, I had a PlayStation in my house uh, when I first started working at Polygon. It's like a few mm. months in, I was like, I should probably have a PlayStation. Uh, and so I bought one. And that was, again, the first time I didn't have a Nintendo system in my house mm. or a computer, I should say. Um, and that kind of opened it up to me. I was like, I have to care about kratos now i have so many characters that i need to learn about this is too much for me and when um, you say playstation playstation four okay. at that point the fact that you call it a playstation shows to me just how how limited you were <laughs> how poor it was poor it's, it's a formal I, I call it yeah. by its full name i i usually try to say mr playstation <laughs> when i speak about sure <laughs> yeah no i i can't i can't talk about it in any other way yeah yeah, yeah. it is the other one like besides nintendo so i get okay so nintendo kid growing up i assume you had like gamecube wii yep. yeah gotcha um didn't have the wii u but who did true, so true. you know um then i sorry we're talking so much about games because i know you just quit your job about <laughs> games and i'm probably I, like this sorry, is my fi finally my time to not talk about fucking video games but uh <laughs> I am just curious. Like, at, the, uh, at this point in time, it's it's basically now now that I'm off the clock of games, I can talk about them in a much a jo more joyful way. Sure, you know, sure. I've got it's suddenly so suddenly it no longer I can bring out all the hot takes at this point in time because I, I would no like longer, to hear some. Oh God, do I even have any hot takes now that I've put my, set myself? Do you have up? at least and, one and hot take I'm where you're like, now that I'm independent, now that I'm independent. Uh, I am so pissed off that they haven't made another Chibi Robo. Uh, that's the that's if if I could get one more game out here, like Chibi Robo for GameCube 
kicked so much ass and i would just want to see another chibi robo that ds1 didn't do it for you or whatever i didn't play the ds1 i never i didn't even realize they had a ds1 it, it doesn't count i want i want a, a, a switch chibi robo now i promise we'll move on from video games in a second but uh unless we want to talk about them i'm just curious like favorites just just in general do you have any any, any <sighs> favorites favorites i mean like it's it's weird to for me i think of a lot of it as like series obviously i care a lot about metroid and i care a lot about zelda um uh, like of the zeldas i think wind waker is my favorite mm. just because it's like the nostalgic one for me it was the last when it was the last mainline zelda game that like my brother beat while he was still home mm. and so like, i have that nostalgic attachment to it um but yeah i think like it's i don't know if there's any like I have a feeling that a lot of times, you know, favorite games are going to be tied to like when you were playing them. Mm. Like as many great games as I've played in the past five years, except for maybe Celeste. Celeste is probably up there in my top five games of all time. Um, but like it, it usually it's it's always so tied to. It's same with like music, right? It's like the music you remember from like high school. I say this, I'm lying. I don't have any musical <laughs> memories of like prom or anything. There was no nostalgic <laughs> attachment to my high school music. But it's like you're like if, to if I had Flo that, Rida. it's what it would be. So- similar to my love for video games get it. Yeah. when i wasn't <laughs> exactly, going to prom right? i was playing this video game at home yeah no i get it yeah yeah no i think uh i i mean i've spoken so much about celeste and but i that's definitely of the recent games mm. in the past five years i would say that's the only one that has broken through and become like again uh a uh, sort of like thing i will return to a game that i have beaten now multiple times and would happily do again gotcha gotcha let's 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 stray away from video games then uh i guess just is there anything uh besides that that you would like to talk about like you you know interest wise or just topic wise i i leave it up to you so I'm just now that I was going to say, since it seems like the rest of the people on your podcast didn't get this great video feed uh, and I'm looking at all of your good figurines and I'm thinking about how uh, in the past few months I have gotten dangerously into Gunpla, oh, shit. Okay. Um, okay. where I uh, recently after it was literally after we talked, like, by the way, uh, basically every anime that you recommended to me, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, yeah. uh, Shirobako, Chihayafuru, watched all through the entirety oh, of each of them. Oh, shit. Uh, and, Did you like them? <laughs> and they're all they all kick okay. ass. Yeah, they're so great, good. Great. Um, they're, I've, it's like gotten to the point now that, you know, I have watched more anime in the past eight months than I have in my entire life. And it's so worth it because it's so easy to just sit down and watch. What anime have you been watching? Oh, so I, so the one most recent one that we just finished, uh, is my love story. Do you know about this one? Oh, do I know? Do yeah, I know good. about this? Do you know it? Uh, it's a it's a little anime yeah. you might have heard of. It's yeah. called no, no, uh, it's, yeah, it's that very, one. Very good. Yeah, it's a funny. It's a great one. Uh, I was uh, again. I think I'm just. I'm. I always love uh, a story with a himbo in it, and so sure. if I'd, I'd say that that one really checked all the boxes for sure. me. Um, but but the other thing is that I went back and I watched. Gundam Wing again because I was like I I really don't remember much about this maybe I should go back and actually watch this and see if it holds up like you know 20 years after the fact sure. and it's <laughs> fine it's, I mean here's the thing I still love sure. it I don't get me wrong but like the, the amount of character choices that uh truly have absolutely nothing based in their characters mm. is like maybe the entire show like the fact that in the first episode uh the main character uh is given an invitation to a party from this who will soon become the most important like girl in the entire series for her birthday and then he rips it up and then he leans in and says i will kill you and then, like <laughs> that's it like i was like this is this doesn't make any sense until i was i was like why why would they choose a bunch of like 14 year old boys to pilot the most dangerous weapons in the universe mm. 
and why like and then i and then i thought about it for more and i was like well 14 year old boys are the most like violently like ready to rumble at all times don't give a shit about anything think that they're invincible so of course they would go (laughs) with like teenage boys and of course that like these ridiculous things that they're saying kind of make a little bit more sense when i put it into that context but uh the yeah uh, that being said there there was definitely a certain point where i had was watching gundam wing and i was like i kind of gotta tune out the truly (laughs) bonkers story and just enjoy the big robots for a little bit um and gunpla gunpla is the main stuff you've been buying then and figure wise yes yeah it's been that mostly i just because i love the i love to build Mm. them I love the the tactile. It's like a great way. Before quarantine, I was really getting into pottery, oh, which yeah. was a similar sort of vibe yeah. to me. It was like I when I'm sitting at the wheel, I can't think about anything else other than what's right in front of me because it's just enough like focus and it's just enough like physical like activity for me to like really lock into sure. it. And similarly with like a gunpla is that I have to look at the pictures real hard and figure out <laughs> all of the important pieces. Uh, it's just, it's just, you know, fancy bionicle and <laughs> anything that reminds me of bionicle. I'm going to be into, you do know? you, do you like paint them like custom or do anything special with them or I'm, I'm dangerously close to yeah. that. I, I've, uh, you know, left a steady job and decided to get into the most expensive hobby in the fucking sure. world. Um, but it's like, I, I think I'm maybe a month or two away from doing custom paint jobs mm. or like kit bashes or like buying, you know, plastic materials so I can build my own parts for the oh, things. Shit. The, 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 I saw a custom job online of, um, the the Gundam called Tall Geese, mm. and you don't need to worry about all of this nonsense. It doesn't really make sense, uh, or it, it doesn't. It, it's not important to the story. What's important is that the custom job changed it to Yall Geese, and then made it a giant <laughs> cowboy robot. Oh, and I was like, oh, I want to make something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and it's also great because it's a it's a hobby I can't monetize in literally any f- <laughs> way whatsoever. You sure, you don't want to stream no it. One... You don't want to stream I mean, your Gunpla. <laughs> I, I've watched uh, an embarrassing amount of uh, Gunpla YouTubers now that are mm. really good that yeah. I will never be as good as. And so it feels mm. really solid for me to be like, I can leave that to them and I can sure. just enjoy my Gunpla on my own time and they'll be good. I mean, you're you're independent now. Maybe this is the time to become the next big Gunpla uh, star, you know? You know? At least then I could expense it on my taxes, right? <laughs> like then, then I then I have a right. Uh, then I have an excuse when I like see my relatives and I'll be like, "Yes, I did spend thousands of dollars <laughs> on small, large robots, but yeah. it was for a purpose." Exactly. I want to go back to anime. I'm very uh, now because nice. uh, I know when we last talked, you we, you didn't watch that much. Now, is it? Uh, are, how are you finding anime to watch? Like recommendations or or, or what? I've been trying to, a, a lot of it has been through like recommendations. It's now kind of gotten to the point where I'm, I'm, you know, digging through old stuff or like, you know, lists on the internet yeah, as yeah. well. Sometimes it'll just literally be like this anime has a pretty cover mm. or like a pretty cover art on the streaming service I'm on sure. and I'll click on it and if it works, it works. And there have been maybe like four or five series that we have just like clicked on. Cause I was like, Oh, that's pretty looking. And then we watch it and we're like, this is terrible. Like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Like, oh God. Can you name one? Um, can I name one? I, it was the, the one I can think of. It was fine. Um, oh, shoot. What, 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 literally give me like two seconds to google this because i'm sure sure i could find it but and i and i i I don't have any attachment to it and i also don't know anything about the fandom so i don't feel uncomfortable saying i didn't like it because i don't know what i'm getting myself into watch it's like my favorite anime of all time which which, which (laughs) i i would because you watched tifu already that one is astoundingly good and i like i it feels weird to say like i haven't watched many quote-unquote sports anime mm. and it's not necessarily a sports anime but it is it is, it is, a, it sports is a sports anime, anime for sure right yeah. so like it's it's just so did good did you watch all like, three I, seasons 
Yes, I, I'm fully oh, caught up now. Yeah, I, I Yo, am. You on really there dove in. With, nice. Yeah, 100%. Did that in like less than a month. We just. I think <laughs> I told you when I recommended. I was like, everyone I recommended this to, it's never failed. I've it's, never had. I've never had somebody go, eh, eh. Yeah. No, it's, it's everyone goes. It's my new favorite thing in the entire world. Like, yeah. I, I would die for these kids. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's the one thing. Like, more so than any other. Like, really, any like western prestige tv the thing that i wish more like live action shows would do that anime does so well is make me 100 percent invested in the characters from the first episode because like yeah. that was how it was with chihaya furu was like i watched these kids in again first episode and i was like i would do anything for 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 these characters and exactly. i love them all and i want all of them to succeed and like that's such a, a powerful thing and made me want to keep watching the rest of the series sure. um it's so good you have this shitty anime googled i'm i'm i'm, I'm literally ch checking right now you might have to uh, cut like you know a, a oh, minute or I'm, two i'm of leaving me. all I'm, I'm leaving all this and <laughs> I, I will say i'll prep you for the next thing because i just want to know what else you've been watching because i i love hearing about when somebody who hasn't seen a lot of anime starts watching a lot of it or you know more mm -hmm. you know i have a friend who like we've been watching stuff over discord uh and you know he was just like yeah i just kind of watched like you know dragon ball and you know, One Piece or whatever, but I never really watched a lot of other stuff. But now he's been mm -hmm. exposed to so many shows. I'm just curious what what you because I actually haven't really dove in, dove in, dived, dove mm -hmm. into anime yet on the podcast, like super yeah. extensively. And I'm always interested to hear what people are watching and people's takes. So yeah, I mean, I I'm. Uh... I am a little bit of shonen trash and that I do love. I think I mentioned this before. Like if you got cool powers and then in the first sure. series, you're going to have a tournament arc. I'm like, I'm going to watch it. I'll probably, sure. I'm, I'm going to, I literally have just started watching uh jujitsu Kaisen, which is close. Mm. It's, I, it's very beautiful. I would say, but that's um the, I, I, I think there are a couple, um, oh shoot. Now, I'm I'm a hundred percent blanking on on the thing I actually do care about talking about uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and also um, uh, God of Who's High School it? are both by mm. Mappa right the uh, production yeah, yeah. studio Mappa beautiful just really mm -hmm. really gorgeous art even though like a god of high school which i really enjoyed the first six episodes of and then it kind of got a little weird at the end or rather it just like didn't it, it went so fast that i didn't fully bite into it um mm. but a similar sort of thing was that like th the first episode just had such beautiful fights that i was like i'm gonna watch this i'm mm. i am interested in this okay. um yeah but I'd say that's like that's an obvious thing for me is that I I do love cool powers a lot. Um, sure. But I also like I mean I it seems strange though because like again when watching Chihaya Furu was not at all about that. Uh, but I I think it it tends to be about like if I watch the first episode and the characters are interesting and also like not total assholes i will mm -mm. enjoy that thing a lot more um i'm, I'm yeah. i kid you not as i'm listening to you talk i i'm a fucking recommendation machine i'm literally Please. formulating in my mind what anime to recommend you next so just good uh keep talking give me that data i'm like a netflix algorithm <laughs> it's slowly but, but, good, but, but an expert because i know my shit yeah uh, you're this is this is a, a curation this is not an algorithm this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. specific and that's that's what it's all about. I uh I oh I forgot. Uh, you know what I've been watching? Uh, Cause so my partner Karen uh grew up on Digimon, and mm. we've been watching the new Digimon Adventure. Yeah. Um, which is so wild to me because it like it it basically I I remember the Digimon episodes I would watch as a kid. It took like a season and a half to get them to like fuse together and become big mecha robots essentially. Mm. But like that second episode in the new Digimon adventure, they like, they show their whole hand in the first bit just to be like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. Get ready for it. Buckle up. Mm. Uh, and I was amazed by that. I can't believe that Digimon would, would go so hard so quickly. Uh, we've kind of stopped watching it now, now that we've enjoyed the first like 20 episodes or whatever, but gotcha. 
Man, okay, I'm 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 just I'm searching through my most recently watched. I bet this is gonna really be worth it in the end. Too. Absolutely. Would it not be faster to go on Netflix's page itself and just find it? I found it. It's uh, uh I watched the first episode of um, Akame Ga Kill. Oh, that sounds like something I don't like. Okay, it I know just... the name. Akame Ga Kill. I don't know what the fuck this is. Okay, yeah, no, uh, I think I think you're better off. Yeah, yeah I that's how Net I watches felt. all the commenters like fucking Akame Ga Kill. <laughs> how dare you? Best. Okay, so apparent. I'm looking. At, I mean, this is something. This is like the apps. This is like someone. If you want someone to leave an, like a state, this is like the anime you start playing. I just run away. I don't. This is like the type of anime I don't like. But just by looking, although maybe it's good. Maybe it's good. I have no idea. But um, I do. I okay. do appreciate that when I when I googled Akame ga Kill, uh, people also ask, "Is there a season two of Akame ga Kill?" And then the next one is, "Why Akame ga Kill is bad." <laughs> <laughs> So even so, they're not sure. Who can say? Who knows what it um, is? I got some recommendations for you already. Um, okay, please. And maybe please, I said these before. So, but did you? No, no, no. Wa- okay. I watched. A, I watched a lot of your recommendations, but you know, I haven't haven't watched everything yet. So. Have you seen Mob Psycho 100? So I have. I've watched the first two episodes of that, uh, and my partner was not super into it. I, I think mm. it's which is you know maybe it needs uh, we just sometimes a, a show you got to give it a couple more episodes to really you, get it. that is a show that needs a couple more all right. episodes all uh, right maybe it's worth I, trying to get back into it maybe it's worth trying to get back maybe. into Interesting. if if someone uh, says so maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know I felt kind of the same way with the first two okay. Uh, and it, it you I would say it's not the first season's not long. If you're not into it by halfway, there's a specific episode. I can even find the episode Ooh, where I was like, okay, oh shit, okay, this is where we're going with this. Because from what I, the first one's very kind of goofy. That's not like a whole yeah. lot happens. Um, but the first episode that for me was like, oh shit, mm. uh, was five. Episode five. I still liked it before then, um, yeah. but episode five is pretty incredible. And if okay. you're not like, okay, I'm at least interested to see where this goes by five. The, like, if you watch it and just go, eh, which I'd be surprised by, because hearing okay. how much you like powers, uh, especially. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me say this. A lot of people I know have that same feeling about mob psycho in the beginning where it's okay. uh it's kind of slow uh i don't really it's weird i don't really get it i i will tell you i'm pretty sure you will like it by the end you know if your partner is not into it just watch it on your own you know unless <laughs> yeah. you unless you only watch stuff with your partner which is fine um but i would say go go watch up to five watch the rest because you'll probably like it by then and then okay. season two fucking incredible it is okay Apps that one from episode one to end is a nonstop right. amazing, nonstop amazing. Nice. So just do a little bit of a little bit of like you know eat your vegetables you know, mm-hmm. and then you'll be rewarded on that one. So Mob Psycho, did I recommend to you Silver Spoon? I don't believe so. Silver, oh, do you know what that's it is? New. No, I don't. Uh, well, if you liked FMA, Silver Spoon is by the same mangaka. It's a farming okay. school anime. Um, Hell so it's yeah. about it's about a kid who uh, he leaves the pressure of city high school you know life. He's like, okay. you know what? Fuck all this. I hate I hate this. I'm gonna go to a farm school where no, I don't know anybody, and I'm just gonna I don't know anything about farming. And he goes and learns about farming, and it is beautiful, hilarious, like you know, wonderful characters, uh, just amazing. One, it's nice. one of my top ten. If you liked Chiyofuru and you liked FMA, immediately I'm like, Silver Spoon. You, you will okay. immediately be invested in this kid and uh, his the, the farm life, and it's it's great. And then one other recommendation I'll throw you. This one just came to mind based off what you were talking about. Have you seen Summer Wars? I have not. Have you seen any of his other movies, like Wolf Children or anything like that? Oh. <sighs> Uh, no, I have not. So, uh, if you're not familiar with this director, um, 
His name is Mamoru Hosoda, and he did uh, Summer Wars, Wolf Children, Mirai, Boy and the Beast, a bunch of these movies. And gotcha. the reason why he came up for me is because he directed uh, Digimon the movie. Uh, huh. And um, that was one, that was his first feature film. And Summer Wars is... I have not actually seen the Digimon film, but I hear yeah. Summer Wars is pretty much his original take on the Digimon movie. Just like, I'm going to do that movie again, but with original characters, and it's great. Uh, That's amazing. So if you like Digimon and you want to see something that has a similar... I'm not going to say similar vibe, because I, yeah. I'm i not going to lie, this is way better than Digimon. And I like Digimon, <laughs> but like Summer Wars is fantastic. It's like, imagine Digimon combined with like eccentric family reunion, Little Miss Sunshiny kind of like... Oh, yeah. like all these relatives coming together, sort of vibe. Um, Summer Wars is great. Then watch Wolf Children, which is even, I think, even better. Uh, wow. Those all are right. two movie recommendations for you. I, mean, I was gonna say, so I've only seen like in terms of like anime movies, uh, like that are you know purely original. I've seen mm. at least the Night of Short Walk On Girl by Masaki Yuasa, mm. which mm-hmm. is I I think well. It, I think his arts direction is so wild and mm-hmm. like, and I, I just am really drawn to like anyone who does animation in such a way that like kind of throws away the quote unquote beautiful, like, mm-hmm. or like pristine animation style. Like, sure. I think that's great. I watched, I watched his um, devil man cry baby and I, 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 the story was fine, but the animation was intense and very yes. cool for most yeah. of it um and that was the only reason that that's like the thing that was able to bring me through it, it was like i just thought it was so eye-catching and beautiful mm. well i mean that's because it's a direct adaptation not direct but it's it's an adaptation i'm, I'm sure you know of, of an old manga yes uh, yeah so you know i loved crybaby because of if it wasn't him i wouldn't have cared but because yeah. it's so bonkers in terms of direction and yeah. here's another here's another one for you have you heard of ping pong Oh, we are currently watching Ping Pong, the animation. After watching the uh, the original, like, or, I don't know if it's original, the live-action film, which is also great. Have you ever mm. seen the live-action Ping Pong? I have not seen it, no. It's, I mean, it seems, uh, it's basically the same thing, but, like, it's very good as well. Um, mm. And so uh, that's currently getting through Ping Pong, the animation is. How far again, are you in Ping Pong right now? uh like four episodes in i think sometimes we jump around a lot it's i again such a wild animation style that i like it's so good but the the story itself is a great one so like i i i can't stop watching it regardless of that like the Mm. the this one feels like a sort of like both the animation style is amazing and the the like uh story story. foundation Yeah, yeah yeah I I rewatched that this year. It's it's even better than I remember. Like it's I I'm excited for you to watch that all the way through because it is yeah. fucking great. And uh, uh, last episode uh, man made me cry. Oh man, so good, <laughs> so good. Uh, um, and I had already seen it, so it's like wow. Uh, yeah. And that's not like a spoiler. It's not like some. I'm, I'm just saying like it, yeah, that yeah. show really inspires you and gets you gets you invested and emotional. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, now we're almost done. Now I, I I like to give uh I like to give you a chance if you'd like uh if you have a topic you'd like to bring up or a question for me or whatever if you have anything. Uh, well, since we're talking about anime, I want to talk to you about specifically as an mm. English voice actor sure. with subs v dubs the most mm. terrible boring uh, argument mm. of all time it's up there i would say with when people are like are video games art i'm like please shut up mm-hmm. i don't sure. care um sure. but i th- like i want to hear you've 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 voiced for some anime right some anime dubs yes. uh just what's your i'd love to hear you talk about it because i feel like you have such a much more interesting perspective on it as someone who mm. does that while also absolutely adoring the like the medium essentially sure sure uh for me that question like in terms of what do i prefer oh i mean i personally whenever i watch an anime it's usually subbed mm-hmm. um but that's one because i'm actually a huge nerd when it comes to seiyu 
are Japanese voice actors. Like, okay. I have like an encyclopedic knowledge of of them. Like, if I hear a character talk, like we'll be watching an anime, and some one of my friends will be like, "Hey, who is that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's so and so. You know them as this." And they're like, "Oh, thanks." Like, I'm and I can <laughs> and I, I can do that. Or I mean, it's interesting because I did that in with '90s, 2000s cartoons as well. Like, mm-hmm. um. And that's kind of how I got interested in voice acting. Uh, even before I knew I could, even before I had any interest in doing it myself, I had an interest in voice actors. Just like, yeah. oh, that's Jeff Bennett. That's Tom Kenny. That's uh, Jennifer Hale. I can hear it. Like, whenever people say, like, um, I'm getting a little sidetracked here. But whenever people <laughs> say, say like, uh, oh, I hear that person. Oh, that's you. Or, like, I can hear it. That's Steve Bloom. Or that's so-and-so. I can hear it. For me, I'm like, yeah, who cares? I can hear that all the time. Like I, for me, it's not. It does not detract from the performance no. or experience at all. Like I think people being like, yeah, I recognize. Oh, that's so and so. It's like, yeah, because it's them playing a character. Like even if even <laughs> if a voice actor is doing a completely out there voice that doesn't sound like their speaking voice. Yeah, I have an ear for recognizing it because I just. That's just how I'm wired, I guess. And and for me, it's a great thing. I love yeah. hearing what people do. And it's the same thing for Seiyu. Like, a lot of Seiyu, I can hear their voice and go, oh, I know exactly who that is. And, oh, okay. Like, so for me, there's that personal investment in subs, right, where I just love uh, Japanese voice actors. In fact, uh, I don't get starstruck very easily. But when it, the very few times where I've gotten to meet Japanese voice actors at cons... Yeah. I'm a nervous. I'm just like, please, uh, I'm not worthy, that sort of thing. So there's that for subs. Um, now, do I think that one is better than the other? Uh, I would say my personal thing is I usually, if I watch something, I like to see the original version of it. That's yeah. usually my, my personal thing on it. But I also genuinely think dubs have gotten so much better. Are there still bad dubs? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think a great dub is one that sort of takes the script and, uh, you know, there's a, there's this whole thing of between what's, what's the, you know, do people want direct translation or do they want an actual good localization? Right. And I think the best is when there's, you take the words of the original and make it feel natural in English, right. As opposed to just a direct plop it into their, into the lip flaps and just, leave it at that so for me if you can give it the same exact intention and spirit of the original but still make it sound natural and the acting is good there are plenty of dubs like that like uh it's not just because i'm in it but i think Agretzico, i don't know if you're mm-hmm. familiar but uh yeah. has a fantastic dub uh like not just performance wise from the cast but just i think patrick seitz who you know directed and did the script like has a really good sense for that for like making it sound natural without uh, betraying like the original um so it's interesting though because sometimes with video games i will play the dub like fire emblem i play the english uh and in some cases it'll be like with anime it's almost not almost it's always subbed i watch it subbed then maybe i'll watch it dubbed if i like i'm curious yeah but with video games i actually will compare the casts i'll compare <laughs> like who's in this who's in this okay and then sometimes if if, if they let you uh switch between them at will the yeah. first hour of the game is me okay i'm gonna start in english or start in japanese okay i'm gonna start in, i'm gonna play some in english and hear <laughs> how that sounds i'll go back to japanese oh i hate how that character sounds i'm playing english uh <laughs> yeah like there yeah. is a game um if you did you ever play zero escape uh, no, I didn't, but I know okay. what you're talking about. Virtue's Last Reward uh, has a great English dub, but also I cannot stand the main character, not main character, the main girl's <laughs> voice in the Japanese. I do not like her acting at all. Uh, and uh, she, as soon as I heard it was her, I was like, nope! And I, I was like, English all the way. And, and then the English <laughs> dub was fantastic, so it worked out. Worked so out. As, as far as like, what's better it's to me such a stupid question because i think it's just it's there is no 
better. It's like it's it's just a matter of preference, right? Like, do you yeah. like hearing the original? I like hearing the original. Uh, do I think that some dubs can be better than the source material? Absolutely. Some dubs absolutely elevate pretty shitty material. Um, but I, you know, I I think it's just like it's like asking. Um, and going back to a previous conversation, what is better, Nintendo or Sony? It's like, yeah. there's no, <laughs> there's no objective answer to that. Right? It's like yeah. it's your preference, and exactly. I think there's strong arguments for either. Um, but uh, that's my take on it. Is I usually watch, I usually watch stuff subbed, play. I'll depend, I'll depend, and dubs have gotten a lot better. That's usually what yeah. I tell people. Yeah, I think. I mean, like for me, I think a lot of what is good about dubs is like it'll bring in people who might have otherwise not watched uh mm. and like you know that's not i think like the the gatekeepery feeling of like you can only watch this subbed or else you're not a true fan is like mm. the worst thing to me is like because exactly. you're basically cutting out a, a a bunch of people who would enjoy it otherwise right? right like of course the people who make a thing want as many people to enjoy it as possible sure. uh and so i think like that's all like legitimate stuff but i i definitely agree with you in terms of specifically uh video games being able to swap between it is uh something i have done a few times as well where like mm. i'm literally just currently my partner is now playing near automata for the first time uh, mm. and played through it for the first hour on english and we're like now nah, let's switch it to a, a, a japanese like immediately <laughs> like it's mm. so much better now um gotcha. but yeah it's a it's a great thing great great way to to switch it up sometimes Sure, sure. Well, I had one last question. Yeah. You like you're 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 a bitch for shonen, which is which is good and all. Mm -hmm. Have yeah. you have you watched One Piece? I have not watched One Piece. I have not. Are I'm, you I'm, kidding I'll... me? <laughs> the thing is, there's sometimes when you see a mountain and you think someone can climb that mountain, but it's yeah. not going to be me. And when I when I'm I sorry, look, have you seen all? Of, at... Have you seen all of Naruto? I've 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 watched the first uh I don't know I maybe got up to Shippuden maybe I don't even remember okay, it's been okay. so many years anyway back um, to your mountain metaphor <laughs> the thing is I look at it now and I think One Piece has f how many episodes over five uh, hundred oh <laughs> I wanted you to how guess many? how I want you to guess how many episodes there are All right. actually I'm gonna guess I'm gonna look it up real quick just to All double right. check. I'm gonna ballpark like, because is it's it's how how many years has it been running? Like, uh, I will say you know I'm not gonna tell you that. No, okay. You get, well, I'll just, just say you it guess was how many episodes there are. Uh, yeah. Let's just stick with what I said. Like 520. That's cute. 958. <laughs> When you when you look at that, there's like I have had to do some terrible things with media in my time. Like when I was uh, reading the Halo books, I did have to listen to them, some of them on audiobooks at two point five speed, just so mm. I could get through them quickly. Yeah. Uh, because there were some long ones, and that like when I look at One Piece and I see nine hundred plus episodes, I'm like that. I would consider watching that on two times speed, and it would destroy the experience for me. Oh, yeah, because it's just do like that. yeah <laughs> do you read manga or are you mainly just watching stuff i'm mostly watching mostly just because i, I don't have like access to a, a good uh, i mean i'd have to buy a lot if i were to to, to be purchasing mm, a bunch have of you manga heard of the shonen shonen jump app i have not heard of it uh, is, oh. this a, is this a, a good uh, you only only talk to me about this if you're getting sponsored about by them i am because... not and i but I'm, I'm sponsoring you to read one piece so shonen <laughs> jump no no no. i'm this is great shonen jump because you like shonen i like I this do. is this to me is crazy that you have not listen they should be fucking sponsoring me for this but they're not <laughs> uh so it is first off seven days free but then okay. $2 a month, you get access to all their manga, pretty much. Okay. Shonen all Jump right. as ever. It's all of One Piece, first All off. of One Piece. You could I could probably get rid of that in the first, you know, seven-day free trial. If I worked really hard, I could probably get through it, right? Here's the, here's the thing. One Piece is not a race. It's a journey, right? Okay. And for me, yeah. like, I've had people who this year, because of quarantine, they're like, fuck, I'm going to read One Piece finally. And yeah. then it's really rewarding. Like, I would say... If you like reading or are yep. open to it, 
the manga is going to be the better experience for you and you okay. will get through it you will get through it much faster because right. the anime unfortunately it starts out great there's like this period of like a, several years in the middle where the quality gets really bad okay uh, now i still have friends who have who still have who have watched all of it and are still watching it to this day i think it's more of like they just don't like reading manga so they're yeah. like ah, i'm going to stick with this and they have no no not really any problems with it I would say if you are open to manga, again, it has One Piece, My Hero, One Punch Man, uh, Naruto. Probably it's got Dragon Ball Super. It's got yeah all Doctor Stone. I don't even I don't even know Doctor Stone, but it's got like it it has so much shit on there, and yeah. it is two dollars a month. So like the the whole thing of like I can't buy like you know physical copies of all this shit. It's and plus reading that shit on your iPad uh, while you're taking a shit. Or, or whatever, but listen, just reading that shit on your <laughs> iPad is actually really nice. It's it's right. kind of so consider it. I'll consider uh, it. I I would say this is a good pitch. You've just got a sale for this. They one hundred percent should be sponsoring you after this. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll hit up. Reach out. At some point, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think someone like you, especially with Unraveled, and you know, you listen to Halo books for like a fucking year. The sort, the sheer depth of like love poured into like not only the characters but the lore into One Piece mm-hmm. and the world building, I think you would absolutely get a kick out of. Uh, All right. So, highly recommend it. Just you know, seven days free. Just read some One Piece. If you don't like it, uh, we'll have a talk at some point. But I, you know, <laughs> there will be a, a come to Jesus <laughs> moment sort of experience. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 no, I'm very curious. Like I, I'm very happy to hear that you uh, uh, watched the stuff I recommended and enjoyed it. So yeah. I've given you some more stuff. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on on those as well. Like and um, listen, the more people we can get into One Piece. Like, I was just on the One Piece podcast, like, not that long ago. Wow. And we were just talking about, like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're, there have been people who have been reading it for 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't matter, and some, somebody said, it doesn't matter if you're a 20-year fan or a six-month fan, everyone's a One Piece fan. So it's like, it's never too late to jump on board, and it is very rewarding, so. Nice. And listeners. I also recommend it as well. <laughs> it just—it's so easy. It's—it's—it's it's, it's seven days free. Just you can read several seven volumes in a week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's great. Uh, this has been great. I. Uh, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on my YouTube channel. It's just Brian David Gilbert. Uh, you can also find me on my Patreon, which is where I've, I've been doing things there. Uh, and just everywhere, if you search up my name, Brian David Gilbert, you'll probably find my stuff. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm doing now. It's it's weird for me to now just be like, you. if you want to find me, you just have to look for Brian, because that's yeah. all there is anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> check it out. Yeah, go. I mean, he again, like I said before, he does really funny shit, and I am. Uh, this will be out later than when the current time, but I'm curious by then what what you'll be up to. So uh, maybe this Hopefully, will be like a sort of just, message to the future. Crash and burned. I am just like <laughs> out on the streets. This hasn't worked out. The experience. I am. I'm just having a bad time of it. Uh, <laughs> by this, by the time this one comes out, we'll see how it goes. No, I am. I have full. I have full confidence in you. But uh, thank you very much for sitting down. This has been great. Of course. Thanks so much for talking. <laughs>